Welcome to Winning Streaks. I'm your host, Tanvir Mustafa, and every week I get deep into the stories and strategies of experts, champions, business moguls, and industry leaders to find out how you can win the day and win at life. If you're committed to never settling for the status quo and consistently challenging yourself to new heights, then this is the show for you. In return, I commit to bringing you insightful, practical, and no BS conversations that will help you create your next big win. Welcome back to another episode of Winning Streaks. I'm here with Davidson Hang. Davidson, so good to have you on the podcast and uh, really pumped to chat today. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. You got it. So why don't you give everyone uh, an introduction about yourself? Tell us a little bit about your background and your sales origin story. Yeah, I was I was always in sales. Um, everything from from selling cut coat knives to so like door to door sales, selling cut coat knives, Verizon FiOS. Um, you know, I think everything is sales, right? Even when I was a waiter, um, the parents that I, my friends' parents that I would meet, I was I would always win them over, <laughs> and. Yeah, I did, you know, I come from, um, I would say, not a lot of money. Like my parents, uh, my mom does nails for a living, and my dad was a bartender at Benihana. So, um, Reddit, I would say Reddit sales was like the first time I really was like, oh wow, like there's a lot of people who are like talking about the sales things. Like let's dive deep into it. And then I worked at so many different sales organizations, and then I, I was blessed to have a lot of mentors that were making anywhere from like 300k to 550k a year. And I was like, whoa, like this, this crazy, that's crazy. Right. Cause growing up poor, like, I remember thinking like, oh man, six figures is like a lot of money. And, and yeah, of course, like even 10, 15 years ago, like that was a lot of money. Right. But as you and I know, you know, once you get into sales, you really start seeing people like Ian that are making over a million and you're like, oh, okay. Like there's a lot more to it. There's levels to this game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also love that, you know, you sort of notice the patterns of sales throughout your, throughout your life. Like I find that with a lot of salespeople, it's there from a young age and they, they just know, yeah. you know, you figure it out that it's one of your strengths. Um, but when it comes to, you've been in the, the untap your sales potential coaching program for some time now, um, what were the challenges that you were facing when you decided to join and be a part of this program? You know, I, I, I met Ian cause he gave a keynote well two years in a row. Right. And the first time I heard him I was like, huh, like that was a really good speech. Like that was really inspiring. And then he gave out an offer as, as you and I know, when you have a compelling offer, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to say no to it, but, um, every, all the, out of the folks that attended the conference, like if you, if I was to make a decision, be decisive and like make a decision on there, I was able to get like a pretty good offer. Um, but I, I would say like more specifically, he struggled he shared very openly about like his addictions. Like I, I would say I definitely have an addictive personality, whether it's like drugs, Molly, uh, just in general, like going out partying, being the life of the party. And that really resonated with me where he's like, huh? I was like, wow. Like I do have, like, I am very addictive. Like, you know, at the holiday parties, at social gatherings, like it's hard for me to say no. So Yes, like tactically, he was really good at like the habits and mindset and, and more of like the the sales acumen stuff. But actually what really resonated with me was more of just like the vulnerability. And I've never seen any sales leader talk so honestly about his inner demons. And, and that part like really piqued my interest. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's something that a lot of salespeople go through is they have these sort of skeletons in the closet that are preventing them 
from showing up all in, you know, and being their best, best self, which is a lot of what the, the program is, is about unpack- unpacking. But specifically for you, how have you, how would you say you've changed since joining the program? Yeah, I, I used to think money was the most important thing. And don't get me wrong, like I'm in sales, like money's still important, right? Like I'm not going to say no to money, but I would say he's helped me, Ian and the program has helped me be able to prioritize our marriage. That's something that like we've worked on really closely. Um, and he's also able to like, I would say like the one-on-one calls are obviously very, very insightful, Right. As, as you know, you work very closely with him. Um, and he helped me be able to figure out like, what's my mission statement? Like, what are my values? Like, what are some affirmations I, I should say every day? But ultimately, I, I think he just helped me be able to see that I'm more than just like a salesperson. Because I, I realized I was getting so... He was helping me through some career transitions. I was unfortunately part of like company-wide layoffs. So during a very tough time um, where I felt like so much of my identity was tied to my number that when I was part of company-wide layoffs, like I felt I lost like a sense of like who I am. It's like, I, it really affected me. So he helped me be able to like dig deeper into my why and, and just be able to like understand, okay, like who is Davidson? Like what's my unique differentiator that separates me from other salespeople? Mm-hmm. What is that? What did you end up uncovering from that um, sort of yeah. self-discovery? Yeah, there's there's certainly like a lot of vulnerability, a lot of imposter syndrome. I would say that's like my secret sauce. And then he also helped me discover how I was helping a lot of SDRs would reach out to me that are Asian, right? Uh, folks that either Korean, Chinese, uh, from Singapore. And I, I used to take that for granted. I was like, oh, like everyone has people that reaches out to them, right? But he, he, able, he was able to help me see that, no, like there's a reason why people are reaching out to you, mm-hmm. you know? So I was able to slow down and really reflect on, oh, okay. Like the, the, the fact that I was able to mentor people and helped over 50 SDRs get promoted to AEs, like that's like a, that's a very unique thing. Wow. That's and awesome. I, I real, yeah, I didn't realize like, I was like, oh, I thought like everyone does this. Yeah. That's that's incredible, man. Congrats to you. Um, to to be able to pay it forward and compound the impact that you're getting, and then give it off to other people as well, is is incredible place to be. And I think it's even more fulfilling, right? Um, co- kind of train the trainer or coach the coach sort of situation, um, which is great to see. I also saw that you recently like you've been doing a lot of like physical and personal development things on your own. Like, I think you just completed yeah. an obstacle race. Um, yeah. You've gone to like Tony Robbins events. So it sounds like, you know, being at your best self is really important to you. Why does that matter to you so much? You know, I'm, I'm sure we've seen a lot of salespeople that like look burnt out. They make a lot of money. You see them on the leaderboard. But honestly, the energy that you feel around them is sometimes still like, exhausted or exhausting right mm-hmm. not gonna, i'm not gonna name any names but there were a handful of people i knew that and then of course there's people like ian as well right where like oh. they have positive energy yeah. and they're killing it so i'm not saying everyone who's making boatloads of money looks looks burnt out but we all know you know i'm sure you think i was here. one of them i used to be one of them for sure yeah okay yeah. so you know I, I would say i'm I'm very perceptive of people's energies and i was like 
dude, like on paper, like you should be happy. But every time you see them, they're like, they don't talk to anyone. They're like kind of just grinding away lone wolf mentality. And I was like, dude, like, I don't want to be that person. Like I would rather make 300 K and have like a super amazing life than make 600 K, but like hate my life and gain like a hundred pounds in the process. Right. Yeah. So, so that, that's why I decided to go to Fiji for Tony Robbins, fly over the world, all these different conferences and have spent over hundred K on self-development because I was like, Oh, every time I took a course, I was like, Oh, okay. I was able to publish another book and then publish another book and start my own podcast. So every course helped me unlock like another level where it's like, okay, now the YouTube channel, now being a TikToker, now being Instagram, all these disempowering beliefs where I was like, I don't get TikTok. Like that's for young people or I'm not, I'm not like, who am I to be a YouTuber? Like those people have something I don't have. Right. And then I, every course I was like, oh, well that's, that was BS. Like that. I can't believe I used to believe that. Yeah. It's so interesting. Cause it's like, when you actually take the time to invest in yourself and give back to yourself, the, the, the effort compounds, like it's compound interest over time. And the yeah. ROI ends up being limitless to, to those decisions. Um, that being said, I did want to understand, like, so you've gone through Tony Robbins, you've done a lot of personal development on your own. How would you say the, the, the work that you've done in the program has differed from what you've done in the past? Yeah. Ian, Ian's definitely very like practical. So every chapter there's, it, it's more sales specific, obviously, but obviously like Ian also takes a little bit of Tony Robbins. So it's interesting how he's able to combine and he's probably spent 300 K in self-development, right? Ian. Mm -hmm. So he's taking it to the nth degree. Like I <laughs> thought, I, I thought hundred K was a lot. Like Ian's like, Nope, like I raise you, <laughs> I raise you 300 yeah. K. Um, so with Ian, you know, if I like, let's say I want to make like 275k this year, right? Oh, now I have an, a formula. Like I, now I have like a game plan where it was like, I wouldn't say I was winging it before, but I definitely wasn't as thoughtful about it. Right. It was more, I was more just like, oh, my manager says do this. Like I should do this. But as we all know, like if I have a manager that is not good or has left the organization, then I'm out of luck. Right. So yeah. Ian has helped me be able to like specifically, oh, and then also leverage that GPT as well. Like no one else <laughs> is doing that. So that was the first time I was like, oh my God, like this is going to help me learn so much and just being innovative, right? A lot of, as you know, there's a lot of old school sales that's quite honestly, like is outdated. And Ian, I would say he's, uh, you guys have done a really good job of like, real time like what's going on right now versus stuff that was cool like 25 years ago yeah i mean well it's hitting a lot of people in the face right now um the 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 selling that used to work even as soon as five years ago mm. it's just no longer working we've also gone had the privilege of going through sort of golden years over the past while mm. whereas traditionally sales has been a really um up and down market type of environment um prior to those golden years that we had it's like you got to have the skills to sell through up you know high times and low times mm. not just when everything's fine and dandy which is what we try to stay adept on um it helps that you know both ian and i still sell have sold and have been in those shoes so that's where we're able to sort of get that information from um but for you specifically what would you say are like the biggest outcomes that you've taken away and what's been your number one biggest win since joining the program 
place? Yeah, I mean, I would say the quality of people I've met, like I've had so many coffee chats with just like amazing people that like I really connected with on a deeper level. Like, cause you know how like in sales, like sometimes people separate like personal from work. I feel like everyone that's a part of the Un Untap Your Sales Potential program, it's just like genuinely a good person. And there's, it's hard to put a price on that. Uh, so I think it's just surrounding yourself with really good people um, like Marco, you know, I've gotten to know him pretty well. Uh, and, and even um, when we were in Austin, Texas, and I, I got to be a part of meeting everyone live and I was like, oh my God, like it was the quality of people that were into spiritual um, because I think there's two types of salespeople, right? I think there's like traditional salespeople that's like, Hey, I'm just going to keep grinding and like, I don't really care. Like, I'm just going to get mine and like, whatever. Right. And then I think there's people in, in this community that is like thinking about holistically, it's like, well, I can still make good money. And like, I'm, I'm going to be a top five rep and I'm going to be there for my family and I'm going to make my kids games and I'm going to be efficient instead of just burning out. And I, I think that's the difference between the folks I've met like normal salespeople and folks that I've met with in this community. I love that co contrast, that compare and contrast between the two types, because what's funny about it is most of the time, the second group actually sees better career results than the first group who just wants to grind and muscle their way through uh, to mm -hmm. success versus those who are being more intentional, being more purposeful, being more resourceful, slowing down, to, to speed up um, ultimately. Yeah. So I love the community as well. I'm glad you do too. What's been your biggest win since joining? Um. Well, my, my wife loves me a lot more. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm finally prioritizing because to your point, I, yeah, I, I've been guilty of prioritizing my business so much and just care about making money. And honestly, our marriage like was not the most important thing. I, if I, I would say career was first. And then family and marriage was second, right? If I'm being honest with myself. And um, this community has taught me like, there's no amount of money I would trade for like having to come back and having like a loving wife and like us having prioritizing each other and making time for each other. And that's like the last thing I would expect from joining. Like I didn't join thinking like, oh yeah, like we're going to have more intimacy within the marriage and I'm going to love myself more, right? Like, that's not, you know, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to join because like I want to make a crap ton of money. <laughs> and 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 like you said, in because I'm because the marriage is the most important thing, I now I'm actually I'm probably gonna make a lot more money, right? Just because everything is good and it's more holistic and I'm not burning out as much. Whereas before it was like ups and downs where I would have like a good month or a good two months and then I'll have a bit off months. It was very cyclical. I always tell people when they're, when they're joining the program and I'm sort of showing testimonials about the program. Like I love the fact that people see their best career years, you know, their best deals, their, their highest months, you know, through the coaching. But more than that, I love all the other testimonials, the intangibles, the like, I have a better relationship. I have a better marriage. I have a better health. And those are the things that you just, like you mentioned earlier, you can't put a price on they're priceless um, relationships, health, your, whether it's mental health, spiritual health, physical health, those things are so crucial to helping us not just succeed in sales, but sustaining ourselves in sales in the long run. 
which I think you know is arguably even more important. Um, so amazing to hear that that was a big takeaway for you. I love this conversation and, and I, I'm so excited and, and happy that you're part of our community and part of what we're doing here. Um, you also decided to renew for a second year. Tell me about the decision behind that and what prompted you to do so. Yeah, I realize um, I still have a lot of work to do in prioritization, um, time calendar management, uh, specifically around like the weekly plan and scorecard. Here, I printed out a bunch. But um, with the 12-week goal, I would say like when it comes to like my podcast, my fitness, like there's certain aspects where I'm like, I'm on it. But when it comes to organizing my day so that, as you know, like there's sometimes there's like a lot of product training or just internal stuff that, you know, all hands and stuff that you have to attend. And I, I think what you guys helped me realize the whole community as a whole is that in order to hit the, the milestones I want for myself and my family, I'm going to have to be uncomfortable and learn to not attend a lot of these like happy hours and things that like feels like it's mandatory, but in reality, it, it it's not that important. Right. So I realize I have a lot more work to do when it comes to boundaries around those. Um, because you know, I do have like recovering people pleasing tendencies. As you mentioned, the work is never done, right? It's all about continuous improvement. Um, there's actually a Japanese term for it called Kaizen that I really like. It's all about continue. Wait, you, you, you also know a lot about Kaizen as well, but Continuous um, improvement, which for me is a, like a slogan of my life. And I also know is, is for you too. So that's awesome to hear. Mm. If there were one piece of advice you'd give to my listeners to help them achieve their next big win, what would that be? Hmm. I, I think like Kaizen is a good, really good approach, right? I, I love what you just said. I, I think I used to, I would say in some aspects of my life, I, I've definitely embodied that Kaizen mentality where it's like, okay, uh, reading books, like, okay, how can I, what books can I optimize that will have the yield the best ROIs, right? Whether it's like biographies or reading, um, you know, like wellness related things, right? Like how to breathe better, like Wim Hof, things like that. I, I think we we can also shift that, sort of mindset with other things as well like even out like to your point even out even outside of sales related things right like ian has helped me you guys have helped me be able to sleep better right like just little things i'm like i used to be like oh like sleep is for the week right all these like corny like cliches but like when i do get a solid like because of the coaching because i'm getting like 30 to 35 minutes more sleep every day i'm like oh, dude, like I'm just way more productive, just like these little things. So I would say think outside the box, right? If it's because I think we're always thinking about like, oh, what other widgets and gadgets and methodologies and stuff can we implement? But really, it's more about the holistic thing, right? Like if if the health is good nutritionally, like now I hired a nutritionist, like I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't really think about that that much. But because of this community, I'm like, okay, like, what would it be like if I went on a hardcore, like, um, nutrition, metabolic nutrition, um, plan, right. Like a, like a 16 week plan. So now I'm doing all these things and I, I have a feeling like it's going to help me perform a lot better. I would agree. It's the little things that once added up lead to the big win. That's why we call it. That's why I call it 
a winning streak. So um, I think that's a great way to cap off this conversation, Davidson. Thank you so much for coming on to Winning Streaks and to my audience. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you all in the next episode.